To our dear Wellness Couch listeners, we are sending you all our love during these unprecedented times. Now is the time to appreciate what community really is all about. And on the back of our wellness base camps in Geelong and Camden being postponed, we've decided to run a virtual experience that anyone can attend. It's called Crisis to Confidence. Right now, the world faces five major challenges. The first one, fear and anxiety. So Kim Morrison will present Uncertainty and Love. The second one is social isolation. So Marcus Pierce is going to talk about how to build community during these difficult times. The third is mental and emotional despair. So Brett Hill will talk about how to develop resilience. The fourth is financial uncertainty. So Jason Witten will talk about creating financial security. And the fifth is a challenged immunity. So Cindy O'Meara will share how to boost our immunity during these times. Crisis to Confidence will be broadcast live on Saturday, April 4. And if you can't make it, you'll receive lifetime access. To register and for all the details, go to thewellnessbasecamp.com. That's thewellnessbasecamp.com. Thank you, Wellness Cow Tribe. We love you and send our virtual hugs and kisses. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, the seventh birthday edition, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for the 364th time with the legend of longevity, <laughs> Dr. Damien Christoph. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday, brother. Wow. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't think you were really going to do that, but you did. Ah, well, it's worth it. It is worth it. I think in previous uh, birthday shows I've played Stevie Wonder, happy birthday to you. Couldn't do it again to you, but um, happy birthday, mate. Congratulations. Seven years. It's a long time. I'm not even itchy. No. Just feel like we're just starting again. It's like a rebirth. It's a. I was wondering, what is podcast years? Like you got dog years and you got horse years. You know, seven years of podcasting, 364 episodes. Yeah. Does it make us uh, 100 not out? Uh, we're not 364 not out? Um, because <laughs> I feel like, you know, a number of the Wellness Couch shows are up for a chat, the Wellness Guys, seven years was about the year, was about the time when yeah. they wrapped up. We could really ascend over the next six months. We could become the longest standing show on the Wellness Couch. Oh, Oh, ho, ho. Oh, hey, watch out. Huh? Well, I can see that happening. You know, like if we were to firm some odds there, if we were to shape a market around that one, I think that we, we're we good odds to be the longest running uh, podcast on the Wellness Couch. I, I can't imagine that that wouldn't be the case. I have no intention of ever closing this podcast down, PC. I hope you don't mind that. Absolutely. We're going until the very end. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I can't ever have another co-host. My no. one thing about podcasts is consistency is key. It's, it's key. an old radio hangover. It's, we used to say that all the time yeah. with the wellness guys as LT was moving out and then as I was getting busier doing all my speaking stuff and Bretto and we would all switch around and you go, boys, boys, consistency is key. And uh, you're right. There's nothing you can't. So if I get hit by a bus, I'm inviting you to just pause 
100 not out. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. We need the message to continue to get out there. Uh, I don't think I'd... Uh, it's pretty... It's actually quite dramatic thinking about you being hit by a bus. <laughs> I say it all the time. That's my dramatic bang. <laughs> it made me to stop in my tracks and go, oh. Well, I know I've got more chance of being hit by a bus than being struck down by coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you this. The speed at which coronavirus is moving is fast. There's no doubt about it. It'll come into Australia. But we've just got to keep that in context. It's probably as bad as a normal flu, probably, um, in terms of its... In terms of its um, virulence, it's quick moving, but in terms of its, um, I don't know, its toll on humanity, um, it's more of a financial toll that it's taking at the moment in yes. terms of a death toll. It is it is knocking off some elderly people, which is incredibly sad and not good for those who are trying to get to 100 not out like we are, but um, it's still 85% survival rate if you're 80 years or more. Um, and if you're under 40 you've got a 99.08% chance of surviving it. So This is what I love about you. This is – this is. Yeah, sorry, go on. You were going to say something? It's not too bad, I reckon. Well, like, yeah. If I was to put anything on that one, you know, that's that's unbelievable. Well, like I'd rather get, uh, yeah, get that than any other disease. Well, this is the thing I said to my mum uh, this morning, and we're going to date stamp this a little bit, but at the moment in Australia, there's 33 uh, cases. There might be more. Now – we're 24 million people in Australia. If you get 10 MCGs, you've got a million people packed to the brim. And yep. just over one of those people, maybe one and half a leg of someone else, has been diagnosed. <laughs> Mate, it's, it's, uh, it's easier. It's harder to find Wally. No, it's easier <laughs> to find Wally. It's easier what to a- find Wally in a needle in a haystack. <laughs> Yeah, you know. Anyway, I know we we should make light of it. A lot of people are very scared about it. Um, But there's plenty of things that you can do about it. You can take your herbs, andrographis, astragalus, echinacea, um, and some vitamin C. That'll get you across the line. There's that. But from a lifestyle medicine perspective, keep fit, keep well, make sure that you're eating good food, fruits and vegetables, very, very important. Uh, Drink lots of water and, um, you know, just look after yourself. You know, no, there should be no more alarm than in, in any other case where the flu or the common cold rhinovirus might come after you. And as someone very wisely said, if you are going to panic buy and take all of the toilet paper, remember to buy some food because you don't want to starve to death whilst you're in self-quarantine. <laughs> you don't want to be covered in toilet paper dying of hunger. <laughs> well, that's true. That That is true. You could eat the toilet paper, I suppose, if you've got enough of it. But, uh, now, look, tur- turning to more exciting matters, uh, 100 Not Out has been featured yes. in the latest edition of the Go Mag, Go oh, Vita's uh, quarterly magazine. How good's Go Vita? They're great supporters of the podcast and, uh, and they've invited their readers to come and join us. The crazy kids in Sardinia and Ikaria. We've done an article um, on the Greek island of great gut health, carrying on from that revelationary uh, conversation you and I had with Thea Parikos about the <laughs> lack of gut health on the island. Like uh, a, not the lack like of gut health, the lack of yeah. gut issues. <laughs> yeah, the lack of gut health issues. Yes. <laughs> is, yeah. No, it was all good. It was all good. She was quite surprised. What? Lactose? What? Yeah. Lactose? What are you talking about? What? <laughs> <laughs> Celiac, what? She was like, oh, <laughs> you guys, you guys. She's, she couldn't believe it. She's like, what are you talking about? So if you haven't uh, come across that, go into your GoVita store across Australia and you get that for free 
And they also post it out to if you want as well. So, Damo, we started this in 2013. 2013. A lot's what, changed over what, the years. What month did we start it in 2013? It was like February, March. We were, we were recording Early. in Jan, Feb. Yeah. And, uh, and then we launched in March. Yeah. Um, and when this episode goes out, you and I are about to come together in real life in Melbourne for a screening of the longevity film, a loving for the Vita community and a celebration of our seven years of 100 Not Out together. Mm. And that kind of encapsulates everything that 100 Not Out is about, isn't it? If we if we think of what we talk about, the social side of things and doing what we love and bringing people together and sharing an important message, this Wednesday night, Wednesday, March 25, yeah, very special occasion. Come along. Like if you're listening to this now and you're in Brighton and there's any tickets left, because when we're recording this right now, I think there's about 80 tickets left. That's all. Wow. So with 80 tickets to go a couple of weeks out, if it's only a few days out when you're listening to this, there may be still a couple of tickets left. So go to Eventbrite, search Longevity Film Brighton, and you'll see it. Better tell my mum. Surely. Wouldn't it be great to have her there? My mum will be there. Really? Tess will be there? Yeah. There'll be a little yeah. Ikaria alumni there. There will be. Cause oh, I hope I, Annie Council's coming and maybe yeah, Annie, Despina. Yeah, Annie and Despina are coming. Oh, yeah, great. They'll be there. Yeah, they'll be there. Fantastic. Uh, who are, we might get uh, – who else is from Melbourne that might come along? Oh, you're testing my, you're testing me out now. Cheryl Mead, Brett Mead. Oh, let's let them know. We'll yeah. let Cheryl and Brett know. That'd be great to have them along. Oh, other Victorian attenders are going me, me, and we're we're forgetting to mention their names. Um, <laughs> that sounded like Wendy actually. So maybe Wendy will be there. She could be there. There you go. Oh, Carolyn Keane. Carolyn, Carolyn Keane, Keane, who will be yeah, joining course, us in Carolyn. Sardinia yeah. and Icaria. Well, is she going to come with oh, the? I better write these names down. Actually, yeah, that's, Carolyn uh, Keane. That'd be good. The Meads. We'll get a little alumnus. There's a guy who's in my practice now, and he's decided he's going to go and study to be a chiropractor, Dino, uh, and he's going to be there. Dino's going to be there. He's going to move to New Zealand to study to be a chiropractor. He'll be there with his mate, DJ. So there's a whole bunch of people that are going to be there. So don't miss out. Little legacy maker you are. I love this. Love it. That is the best. Mm. Um, Let's do a little bit of reflection. Let's look at you and I back in 2013, what's changed, Mm. not just for us personally, but in the philosophy of the 100 Not Out message and how it, it has, because it has, you know, when I was reflecting on this, it has significantly shifted um, over 364 episodes. And thank God, that's we would definitely have stopped if we, if it hadn't shifted yeah. or we hadn't grown. But when we yeah. first did this, uh, for memory, well, not for memory, I know I was at the height of raging veganism, uh, living in, in Inverloch <laughs> in Gippsland, Victoria. We had two kids at the time. We had our Pure Wisdom Chiropractic Center. I was not, you were skinny. Oh, I was skinny. I was lean. Lean, anime. Now, I wasn't an official part of the couch at this point. You and I had started 100 Not Out independently of me joining the couch. I think we were probably about to begin discussions about me helping you guys run events, but there was LT, there's Lawrence Tam, Brett Hill, yourself. um, And I think you might have been at – you may have been at – Floriani's, or had you bought? No, nah, I left. No, nah, I bought Vita in 2011. So, oh, really? Yeah, I bought. Yep. Yeah. So oh, I left. sorry, that's right. That was 2008 when we first. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I think you would. Surely you were part of the Wellness Couch by then. You were the CEO. Surely you were running it then. No, no way. Because the first summit was in. Oh, maybe because the foods. The first summit was in Feb or March on the Gold Coast in 2013. Then we did the one yeah. in Melbourne later on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe I had just started. 
I think so. I think you had. But so, you know, don't discount it because that's come a long, long way. But, yeah, you were a raging vegan back then, looking very pasty um, and skinny. And um, <laughs> you were lucky to have Sarah, I've got to tell you. because So much quinoa. Oh, so much quinoa. You must had so many little scratches, little nicks on the backside on the way out with all that quinoa to scrape. Oh, shaving myself yeah. with avocado every morning is <laughs> an expensive way to shave. Can you tell me? Can you? <laughs> Uh, All right, so let's just get this right. So as avocados have now hit the $5 price point, oh <laughs> and with coronavirus around the corner, they're bound to hit 6 bucks. So at some point in your vegan life, you were using avocado as your shaving cream. And it wasn't that- even guacamole. So I was wasting it because, you know, I was cutting it up into those little diced squares. And then trying to smear it onto the skin, and you can appreciate that that I was failing at that so badly that, that so much avo was ending up in the sink, and then the water turns green or a bit brown, and you just feel so despondent that you're just putting so much money down the sink, and it's a hard shave. Yeah, it's a nickathon, blood and guts, avo in the sink. Who ever suggested that? Like, oh, I'm not going to out him. Who? No, his first name's That's- David and uh, wrote some great books on... Is his second name Avocado? No, no, not David Wolf, actually, no. But he may have recommended it. No, 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 because the guy wasn't meaning poorly. I was just a raging lunatic that took everything that I read as... Gospel. Fact, you know, gospel. Um, Cheapest. I'm not, I'm not the only one, I'm sure. I'm sure there's people right now at this very point in time shaving with Avocado right now because that's what the Enlightened Ones did. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And now the beautiful balance is I have a mate who is so enraged by the price of food that to think of anyone shaving with avocado just feels like a complete, a waste is not even the right word. It's amazing to me. It's amazing. I I was enraged yesterday because 7-Eleven were advertising that their chicken and avocado sandwiches were $2 for the whole day, right? That's chicken and avocado, and you can't buy an avocado for under four bucks at the moment. So I'm like going, how is that even possible? <laughs> oh, so. mate, it's a little bit of a oil, green powder, and uh, some type of, um, what's that type of margarine type plasticizer that looks like avocado? Do you think that's, the, you, don't, you don't think it's real avocado? Oh, I don't know, man, I don't know. It would be. They can't advertise it. No, otherwise. I know. But anyway, I'm so you were doing funny little things like that. That's what you were doing. That's yeah. That's when one hundred not out started. That was it. That was the not to say the maturity level. That's that's where I, that's where I was. So when I reflect on it, I'm like, I've learned a lot, not just about my life, but just about life as a result of this podcast. Yeah, it's definitely calmed me down. Yeah, yeah, it has, hasn't it? Definitely you actually speak slower. Nah, mate, way louder. Four kids, I definitely talk louder. I yell <laughs> louder. <laughs> You're more direct. More direct. You do that little. Flick thing with your wrist, and it's very direct. I know like, that little click thing you do with your wrist. I know I'm doing it, I'm trying to show you, but no one can see it. Oh, that, yeah, that's yes. right. You're the only one that's ever noticed that. Ah, everyone would notice it, surely. No, surely, that's anyway, you do that. Well, back then, Jackson was 12 years old. <laughs> that's hilarious, <laughs> incredible. So, Jack was 12, it was 2013, he would have been turning 13 that year. So uh, he's probably, what's that, year eight? And then he's gone on. Now he's doing second-year universities, moved out of home. 
He's got the girlfriend. He can drive a car. He's just got back from America doing a trip. And so we're talking about a young little boy whose voice hasn't broken at that point in time, and uh, he's 12 years old, which is not too much older than what Mayer is now. No, she's 10. No, that's right. That is bizarre. If there's yeah. if there's 14 cycles of seven in 98 years of life, one cycle, that's a massive cycle, 12 to 19, in terms of all the things you just mentioned that have, that have changed. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? That's remarkable. It is remarkable. And, uh, and I thought that nutrition was the panacea. I thought it was the be-all and end-all for longevity. So as we kicked it off, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be easy. We're just going to interview these, you know, centenarians. And everyone's going to agree that it's all about diet and we're going to find that um, they're all eating according to Damien Christoph's palm method. And that's the reason why they're <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And, and I thought that my grandfather was just lucky. Oh, how about that? You know, did, was, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? We he was 94 right. back then. So he's wow. 94. Would that be right? He was born in 1919. Yeah, you were in 94. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's about right. Yeah. So 99, he was 94, still living at home, still going for walks, all that sort of stuff, still having a great life. He was doing all kinds of good things. But, you know, his lunch consisted of a microwave-heated meat pie with some tomato sauce um, and a cup of tea with a couple of teaspoons of sugar in it. So, you know, <laughs> there was no D- Damien Christoph Parbethid in that design, I've got to tell you what. But <laughs> maybe it's because he smoked for 60 years beforehand. Maybe that's what kicked him off. Oh, it's hilarious, isn't it? You think about it now, did you feel like it was going to be a wellness, guys, for, you know, older people? Did you feel like you weren't going to learn that much, that it would just be reinforcing what, you know, many people were listening on the wellness guys because really it's it's come to be very different. It's got its own identity and personality. But back then, did you feel like it would just be a small pivot rather than a the big one that it's come to be? I thought I'd probably be doing more educating than learning. But I've mm. learned so much since doing this. And with our trips, you know, going overseas and doing the longevity trips that we do to Ikaria and now to Sardinia, uh, I've learned – bucket loads and I'm wealthier with knowledge than what I was back then because of those experiences. So um, I think it's been unbelievable for me. It's changed my mindset around it and the way in which I see nutrition, the way in which I see fitness and lifestyle and all that sort of stuff, I, I really, it's it's really shaped, reshaped me. It's replasticized me. Oh, that's a great term. That mm. is so good. That is mm. such a great analogy. The, the, the passage of time can allow someone to literally be reshaped in their philosophies and their beliefs around whatever it is that they're learning. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think that, you know, if anyone's been with us for the whole journey, I I, uh, I challenge you to think otherwise because I, I can't imagine that you could be listening to these podcasts or have traveled with us to um, these beautiful places around the world to learn what's happening and have, have not changed your mindset around health and well-being. You know, I, I think that it would be impossible for you to think be thinking the same now as what you did back then. Um, having listened to the things that we've learned along the way. That is a great point. Let, let's let find out. So we, we feel we've learned a lot and we get notes from listeners telling us what they've been learning and the rest. I would love, we'll get Annie to put it up in Instagram and on Facebook. What have you learned in, in, any, of the, in, in any period of time you've been listening to 100 Not Out over, over the journey? You may have been listening for seven years, one episode, four years, two years, whatever it is. Um, because we've got some some major learnings, but wouldn't it be great to get a combination of what our 
listeners have learnt um, over the journey? Oh, yeah, that'd be the best. That'd be the best. I wonder if we did a little live event or something, you know, not obviously it won't no, we're be. we're doing one on Wednesday. It's a seven-year adventure. Yeah, I know, but there'll be 200 people there. But I'm just thinking that if we put it out to everybody, you know, would you like us to be somewhere or do something mm. or put something on that we could all just kind of hang out and sing Kumbaya or something? I don't know. <laughs> but if we're just like hanging out, it'd be quite cool. I think that'd be great. You know, yeah. go and have a barbecue and um, maybe cook some goat and drink some red wine or something. Have I think our own little be... panigetti. Oh, Despina could help us get it organized. Uh, we could do or that. We... Oh, or we could all come up here to little Ikaria. Where oh, they literally be- do. They literally do. We should do that. We should have a 100 not out dinner at yep. Ikaria because they literally smash plates. They put the music on. They dance. Friday nights at Cuisina in Byron Cuisina. goes off. Cuisina. Yep. I took my so there good. for her birthday. She felt so grown up. She loved it. She knew the food. She had a zucchini croquettes just like me. <laughs> well, things have continued to change. Obviously, you've moved from chilly old Inverloch, Wonthaggy area uh, all the way up to balmy, beautiful, perfect one day, even more perfect the next day, Byron Bay. And um, you've gone from, did you have two far, two yeah, kids? Yeah, had Darby, two, yeah, two Vicks, tar- Darby and Mayor and Vic. So now four far, four far, amazing. And you've now got the empty nest. Empty nest. Jackson's moved out, so that's that's pretty big. Um, and of of course, you now run the wellness couch. Um, LT and I uh, moved out of the wellness couch some years ago now, and you and Bretto took over it. But pretty much, you run it. <laughs> no <laughs> Hello to our good Bretto. friend Brett Hill. <laughs> no disrespect, Bretto, but really, Marcus runs this thing. Um, LT's in Morocco, you know, shipping around the, around the world, city around the world, flying. First class everywhere, just nailing it. Um, I've Forage is now closed down. Forage was, uh, you know, a couple of how old was Forage then? Two years old at that time. I've closed Forage down now, and, I, and I'm primarily focused on speaking, uh, doing podcasting, and in practice as a chiropractor. Which I, I really- love. I love the decisions you've made over the last seven years. I've kind of ikareared my life, haven't I? I've like yeah. really just You've kind just of- simplified. There's parts of my life at the moment. I'm like, I really need to talk to you in private. <laughs> simplifying some things because yeah. uh, you really have like you're living proof of the art of, of simplifying in an overcomplicated world. Like mm-hmm. you had so many balls in the air and um, I just love what you've done. I absolutely mm-hmm. love it. I do, I t- it's hard to believe that over those seven years we literally do run events now in Europe. Um, mm-hmm. We've got 10 people coming to Sardinia. Hello to Shelby and Annie and Denise and Penny and Carolyn and Shona and Annette. Maria, you're bringing Amber along. Yeah. You know, Ikaria, uh, Judy, Penny, Polly, Craig, Kate, Annie, Alan, Sandra, Heather, Barry, Carolyn, Sean, Leanne. Clearly, I've got those spreadsheets open at the moment. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's, just it, it's a bit mind-boggling that, you know, this little podcast has spawned off into all of that. But it, those, those trips, you know, for me, they've, they've taught me from a nutrition perspective, like the art of eating. Like Ikaria, it's not about what we eat, even though we love what we eat. It's really the art of eating and that social setting, which people just, that's where all of the big magic happens on those trips, isn't it? Around the table, socializing and eating well. Yeah, oh, it's 100%. Uh, and, you know, the other day I was at the golf course and there's a guy in uh, Milsey that I play with and he's, he's pretty mindful around his health and well-being. Now, he's a young guy, 24 years old, plays very, very good golf, and Millsy orders a a diet – no, was he a, a Pepsi Max is what he orders. And I just looked at him, and he just looked at me, and he goes, you should 
Is it, should I have not done that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Millsy, I said, of all the things you could order, you choose that. I, I just, I don't understand. He goes, well, I don't want to be eating sugar. And like sugar is really bad. And I thought to myself, a 24-year-old with a heap of brains, heaps of knowledge, he's he's doing that. So I set him a challenge last week. I said, now nah, you have to give this up. So he went home and told his girlfriend all the bad stuff about the artificial sweeteners that are in that stuff. And they've gone a whole seven days with no black death, basically. Wow. And, uh, and so I, I – you know, as I sit around tables with people, I'm I'm used to seeing things that people do, and I'm totally cool with everything that people do, particularly when we're chatting and laughing and smiling and all that sort of stuff. But I still, in my body, I can't let people get away with eating stuff like that or drinking stuff like that. That's actually bad for them. You know what I mean? Particularly so, every day or the regular. Yeah, well, it was. It was every day for Melzi. Yeah. You know, he and his girlfriend were drinking that diet stuff every single day mm. and um, and that's bad. Like that's just not good for you. Like it, we know that it increases the risk of type two diabetes. So why would you continue with it? So anyway, I, I I do still feel compelled to give people nutrition advice, even though when I sit around a table in a family food based setting or a community food based setting, I'm celebrating the art of eating. Like as as being just as important. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It sounds like you've mastered the art of knowing when to take the hat off and when to put it on. <laughs> like Because I remember in the old vegan days, you, it's like, uh, what's it called? Uh, multi-level marketing. You're never off. Everyone's a prospect. Like, <laughs> you never switch off. Like, it sounds like... Yeah. You know, <laughs> it sounds like, you know, when to give an F and yeah. when, to not, when to have the CBFs. Because do you really want to... At the family dinner table, you know, cast judgment on everyone's nutritional choices. <laughs> you know, did you know there's yeah. preservatives in that wine? Is this organic meat? Where did you get these bro- this broccoli from? Is this come in from China? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah, it's- you're probably right. I've just learned to have a bit more of the CBFs. Um, and I don't engage in conversation that's going to go nowhere anymore like I, th- does that seem i don't know if no, that's I just love that i just man. love that particularly but, when you know there's going to be judgment like if it was Cairo judgment i remember it used to be vegan judgment and i'd say really do you really want to talk about it like it's not going to go anywhere i think that's wise to know when to prematurely yeah. end a conversation yeah, yeah, or even just not even engage in it. So I do that more now than what I ever have. And there's stuff that's going on on Facebook at the moment that people are trying to pull me into. I'm just going, I'm not even interested in having the conversation. Like I don't want to be on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be on Instagram like having conversations with people. I just want to share a little message. If people find that fascinating, then great. But I'm not going to get into a conversation about what the message is. It's mm. just not. Anyway, that's just the way I kind of am now. It's just, yeah. So I found that really interesting. Um, that that's the way that that's kind of gone. And then from a movement perspective, you know that I'm doing F45 and I'm playing lots of golf and, and I'm really comfortable with all of that sort of stuff. I do find that maybe F45 stresses me out a little bit. Um, heart rate so variability. Might, yeah, heart rate variability. <laughs> I know we did a big chat on that. So I might start doing yoga in a couple of weeks' time when I get back from holidays. And so uh, I'm going to – I think I'll do some yoga and that will be really nice and I'll keep playing golf. And, and, and that's yoga a really nice is your, Golf is your one wood, pardon the pun. It golf is. is your one. And it's great yeah. that you love golf. I just love how much you love golf. Yeah, I do. I love it. I really love it. And I love the, the pursuit of it. 
But uh, I also love the community of it. Like I love getting back to the clubhouse and sitting there and having a meal or a drink with the friends, the mates, and just chatting about sometimes not much or anything or maybe the shot that we all did that was pretty bad or the amazing shot that one guy did that was incredible. It's generally, we're talking about DJ, he does these unbelievable shots. But I, you know, for me, it's, it's something for me. But looking at at where you and I have come from a movement perspective, we went for a run, we went to Ikaria, and they laughed at us because they were wondering where we're running to or running, who we're running. Nothing incidental about it. Yeah. And now, you know, from a movement perspective, I remember you, me, Bretto, and LT doing an outdoor adult exercise thing Mm. and busting our chops. Yeah, (laughs) I wasn't going to let – I wasn't going to come last, put it that way. (laughs) Anyway, and I was oh, devastated that LT smashed me. Anyway, so I um, these days I, I'm doing movement differently. But I I was reminded yesterday of how good how good the exercise has been because I can squat now and not my knees don't hurt. But there was a period of time where they did, and I used to think it was because I played cricket and footy that they were sore. But they don't hurt anymore. So what are you noticing about your movement? What are you doing these days? Oh, it's definitely my weak. It's my. It's definitely my weakness, for want of a better term. Is um just again without sounding like I'm full of excuses. I could get up early at the moment, and then Tommy could get up five minutes after I get up, and then I got to help him. And it could be five thirty in the morning, but I want to protect Sarah's sleep. And so it's a very, this is a very transient time on a movement perspective, but I'm really just loving walking, uh, like literally a fast walk. I think I've banged on about 1.6Ks in 17 minutes, not as easy as it sounds. So no, that's hard. That might be 3.2Ks or uh, 4.8Ks, just depends on what time I can literally walk out of the house. But I, I'm walking out of the house out of the back door so as not to make noise, not to wake people up because... Sleep is just such a precious commodity in this house at the moment. Um, but that's so, but that in, the, in another way as well has helped me simplify my headspace around it. But also, what you just mentioned about strength. When I go to the gym, I go to the gym once a week to work out with my good friend Callum. Shout out to Cal down at Ballina Jets. And um, we lived in Inverloch together. And I go there for the social side of it, but also knowing that we're going to do some hard work together. And so, what you just mentioned about squats, you know, I did a very hard workout last week all on legs and I could hardly walk for the next three or four days. It was just so ginger. I hadn't felt it forever and it was a bit embarrassing almost in that, not embarrassing is the right word, but it was a very stark reminder that strength is really important, like really important. And when we talk about incidental, like that can also be, and you know, you'll laugh at this because you could be gardening and getting really strong legs if you're doing it properly. You could be moving trees. You could be, you know, moving plants from one to the other, lifting heavy things, lifting bricks, you know, doing DIY, which is very much that Icardian longevity lifestyle um, with that incidental movement that actually builds strength. So you don't just want to walk only because that's where the that's where the troubles lie. So I'm conscious at the moment not to just be a really good walker, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I like that. it's really important. I'm noticing how yeah, to maintain good good strength as well. Can I say that it's actually a really good thing to uh, not lose skills? Now, let me just say what I mean by that. So, I was talking to Ron and Val in my practice yesterday, and Ron's 83, and he said he's you know he's been doing all these exercises and he's got more mobility. He goes, before I started seeing you, I couldn't do this. So he bends down, touches his toes. At 83, bends down, touches his toes. Um, Go wrong. 
gave Ron, and he's he said, look, I've been getting my podiatry done. I've been seeing John, and John's been doing this, and I feel great, and I've been doing these exercises. And some of the exercises I've got him doing are like crawling around the house. Like I want you to get down your hands and knees and crawl around the house. And it seems really strange and, and weird, but that's a primitive, you know, motor pattern that can actually, you know, help elderly yeah. people and help all people to be able to continue to cross crawl and have that coordination. And I said to him, I said, Ron, do you reckon you can still jump? And he looked at me with a blank face and he said, I don't know. And I said, well, why don't we see if you can still jump? Because at 83, How's not the pain a lot of jump people- around? Did you get a blaring around the practice? <laughs> jump, 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 ever, jump, jump. <laughs> Chris Cass again, jump, jump. Um, so I said to I said to Ron, I said, why don't you just jump? Anyway, so off he, he just starts jumping. And and I'm like, Ron, you've got it, mate. You've nailed it. Like You can still jump. I said, that's a very complicated neurological pathway. And if you can still do that, you're nailing. So mm. I think it's really important, you know, even though we talk about, you know, whether we're playing, you know, golf or squatting or walking or whatever it is, we want to still be able to walk around our tippy toes or walk around our heels. We should still be able to climb a tree at 50 years old or 60 well, years you have old. You to do that on the golf course. When you lose your ball, you've got to get down into the bunker or you've got to go find a yeah. lost ball. This is the thing when you were stay talking. Stay agile. Like, stay agile. Like dancing. Agile. Remember Nick here at the Panagetti last year? Yes. The guy was in his 70s and he's waltzing around and he's jumping. He's doing this. I'm sure the Greeks listening will know. He's doing this random jump. and what was that? That was, He was so into it. But he could jump. And that was just because he'd been probably doing it since he was knee-high to a grasshopper. Yeah, wasn't that great? Yeah. So good. And that's the thing. So, you know, think about the things that you can do now. Think about the things you could do 10 years ago. Can you still do those things from yeah. 10 years ago? Go 10 years back again. Can you still do those things? And then look at the little kids running around. And obviously, it's harder if we fall and graze our knees than it is if they fall and graze their knees. They're not falling from as much, much height and they've got rubber as their bones. But for us, like think about what it is that we have lost the ability to do and try and get it back. Mm, that is mm. so good. Mm. That is so good. Oh, there's so much more we could talk about. Um, we're so well and truly over. We've done 32 minutes. How good's this been? Oh, how did we do that? Hey, happy birthday! That's like a minute for every 10 episodes. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Sorry to everyone's eardrums. It just burst at the uh, little celebratory mm. thing there. The kids do that to Spencer, and he gets into fits of laughter. So I just found that here in the office. This is pretty much indicative of our home life at the moment. Stuff everywhere. Um, mate, it's been a wonderful seven years. I cannot wait for the next seven. Uh, I cannot wait to see you. I know as as the as we're recording in a couple of days, um, and then to fly out to Europe together, um, in August. I just must mention because I know we talk about it all the time. But some people listening to this for the first time, if you don't know about our longevity experiences, we're going to Ikaria this year from August thirty to September eight for the fourth time, and before that, just before that, August nineteen to August twenty eight, we are going to Sardinia the Italian Blue Zone for the very first time. All of the details are over at 100notout.com. Now, as we record this, there aren't many spots left. We have 10 in Sardinia. We've got 15 coming to Icaria. Uh, the maximum group size in Sardinia is 14. And in Icaria, we can have up to 20 there. So uh, not many there, depending on how many from the GOMAG register and how many register from listening to this or demo if there's if there's one or two sneaky spots left we're going to offer them to the people at our seventh birthday shenanigans and the longevity film and vita loving this wednesday night what do you reckon yeah that'll be good that'll be good we'll see what's see what's left we'll see what's left it's but been, mate, 
Yes. What a great, what a great seven years, and thank you very, very much. It's great. Uh, we've done this every single week for seven years, and there might have been a couple of weeks in there where we didn't record, but we pre-recorded. But it's a big commitment to be doing this every single week, and it's and in no small part is it 100% due to you making sure that I'm available. So thank you, PC. Um, you really are incredible. You're a great producer. You're a great director. You're a great orator. You're a great everything. You're a great mate. And thank you for uh, getting us to seven years. Well done, mate. Well, thank you very much for those beautiful words, Damo. I will say that having a co-host who's a dead set legend and a best friend makes it very easy to rock up every week. And I've done a couple of podcasts by myself on uh, Your Exceptional Life and I do not have anywhere near the accountability that I do knowing that you'll be on the other side uh, of the microphone, so to speak. So thanks for the accountability. Thanks for the shared interest. Uh, Not that many people that you can talk about this stuff with in the world. And so uh, your friendship is not undervalued, but your wisdom is just top of the range. So thanks as always. Thank you, PC. Congratulations. And to you, our beautiful listeners, we would be talking by ourselves and we probably still do it, but maybe not for seven years. For all of your love and support and feedback and insights and joining us on our trips and coming to our respective businesses and being part of our community, we thank you so much for it. To continue this, please head on over to Facebook or Instagram. We're at 100.notout on Instagram and at 100.notout all spelled out on Facebook. We would love to know what you've learned over this seven-year adventure. It would be just tickle our hearts to know what's uh, been impactful to you over the years. Um, to Joseph Tomo, who edits the large majority of our episodes. Thank you, Joseph. To Cielo, who shares our message with the world via social media. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend. Open up the world of podcasts to them. Life is never the same when you know all about podcasts. And as always, until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter, The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.